Welcome to the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 10. We finally we actually, made it. We made it to number 10. We did. We like got an, 10 episodes. It's like an anniversary. That's more than the Clerks cartoon got. Yeah, the Clerks cartoon only got, what, three or four episodes? Well, they got, I think, four episodes on syndicated television, but they created six. Yes. And then they released them on DVD. Which... That show's better than our, you know, our, what we're doing, but I mean. I mean, I, I don't know. We got 10 episodes, they got six, so who, yeah, but who's really better? They are. Plus, <laughs> looking at the analytics this week, we it's possible we actually have more listeners than they had viewers. Really? Really. <laughs> you think so? The analy- analytics are looking really good? Yeah, they, they actually, there's a comparison chart where it shows your listeners and they compare it to popular television shows versus unpopular television shows. And ours was just above Clerks Cartoon, so that's how I know. Awesome. So I guess that's refreshing to you know that we're beating out a cartoon that only aired four episodes 20 years In ago. In 1999. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hey. We got to we'll win somewhere. That's a, that's a win. Yeah. Um, so 10 episodes in, um, has anything, what's, what is, what about you has changed since episode one? Uh, well, our recording techniques. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. We definitely sound better. I mean, I hope so. Yes. Um, more confidence, I think. Sure. We... We trust ourselves a little bit more. At least you trust yourself. I don't. I mean, when it comes to me doing anything with this podcast, I don't know if I 100% trust myself. But you know, yeah, that, that is evident based on the lack of episode that was recorded <laughs> by yourself the, the two weeks solo, ago. The uh, mysterious solo episode. So, yes. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on that. Uh, neither can I. I wish I could find it. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would like to review that, but no. Um, honestly, yeah, we definitely sound better, more confidence. Um, I believe we've got a pretty good groove down or a format mm-hmm. as far as um, doing this podcast. What do you think? I agree. I think one thing that we talked about um, off air um, <laughs> was you and I hadn't really talked out loud <laughs> about wrestling. <Ever>? In <laughs> we kept it to ourselves this yep, whole time. All these years. No, but I mean, ever since we stopped traveling together and, and wrestling together and even living in the same state, I don't know that we necessarily talked out loud about wrestling with each other that often. Um, it was mostly over know. text. Yeah, it was mostly over text. So when you have kind of that... that usual form of communication when that becomes different and you have a a more uh, less of a filter between your brain and your mouth when talking about it. I mean, it takes a little while to work that out, but once it gets worked out, I'd like to think that, um, you know, what we're trying to convey is actually coming across the way we intend now. And I think it'll only get more clear. Yes. Yes. Definitely working out the kinks as far as that, but you know, we're getting the gears oiled. Yep. Put, putting, a, putting a new chain on our 
bikes on our bikes on our podcast bikes <laughs> taking off those yep. tra- slowly taking off those training wheels yeah um, yep. and we're chain keeps be, coming off yeah gotta put it back we're on. off the chain <laughs> the kids still say that right um yeah the 25 year old kids probably who were saying that 10 years ago well, hey, listen, the kids we talked us. about we talked about our, our audience being skewing a little older last week. So yeah. I'm trying to bring it down. I'm trying to appeal. I got to we got to hit all demographics here. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not AEW or NXT. I mean, well, as far as hitting older people, we're definitely NXT. But yeah, got to get those younger, younger demos, I know. younger we gotta, demos. We got to try more. Yep. We got to change your name to like a little scrappy or something. <laughs> because I keep scrapping podcast episodes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See? Um, At least it makes sense. There you go. So, Well, happy Valentine's Day, Dylan. Yes, it is Valentine's Day. It sure is. Uh, yep. Who knows when this episode will come out? Our editing skills have been pretty challenged over the last several weeks. A little spotty um, here and there. But hopefully it comes out here on Valentine's Day. That'll be a nice treat yes. um, for all of our Valentines nationwide. <laughs> Um, but yeah, to everybody listening, in case you didn't know, I am Dylan. Drunk. Oh. Yeah, no. Um, one of the co-hosts of the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast, and, um, yeah, you, sir, are Carter. Oh, yeah. Former pro wrestler and soon-to-be new father, from what I hear. dad-to-be. Dad-to-be, a dad-in-training, so... Um, yeah, I just wanted to say congratulations. I know that this is something that you and your wife have wanted for a very long time. I've been working very hard to try and accomplish, so I'm sure both of you are ecstatic at, you know, the upcoming upcoming thrills that will be parenthood for both of you. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, I suppose that was could have been my best of week i guess i don't know um but yeah um we're gonna have to change the name of the podcast it's gonna be something something that has to do with being a dad (laughs) uh uh, but yeah no it's um full transparency this is something that we've had issues with uh for five years and uh finally broke through so <laughs> uh so yeah we've got that to look forward to so that's very exciting so yeah so thank you and to your point i am carter one half of the your uh quick and painless pro wrestling podcast hosts usually we introduce ourselves at the beginning but i got a little ahead of myself that's um, all right we're uh, generating content i was excited about it 10 episodes yeah just so excited we couldn't contain ourselves and we just had to keep going off track so true Ten. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of generating content um had a, had uh something that i wanted to uh float your way oh quick. dear yeah so um with both of us being or formerly being in the pro wrestling um business slash whatever else you want to call it um there are quite a lot of terms that if you are not a wrestling germs? fan, terms, oh. wrestling terms. No, but I've been dealing with germs, but um, <laughs> quite a few wrestling terms that you will learn and pick up 
along the way as you're in the business, you know, mm-hmm. um, some of the basic ones, you know, blading, you know what blading is, right? No. Well, I don't know. Whoever trained you didn't train you well enough. <laughs> um, blading, you know, cut yourself during the match, obviously. Um, getting over, you know what that term is? Yep. Okay. So, um, so I had an idea to see, to look up some wrestling terms and see if you knew, if you know exactly what these terms mean. Oh, a little trivia? Yeah, a little kind of trivia type thing before, okay, we, yeah, before no, we get started. It's interesting you say that. I, I thought we needed to uh, introduce some new segments, uh, maybe do an apology segment for anything that maybe we screwed up in weeks past, um, <laughs> yeah. and then also trivia every once in a great while. So I am uh, I am down for that, sir. So Awesome. So um, if you, I actually have them right here in front of me. I have five... Oh. Supposedly wrestling terms that are used in the business, and I'm going to give you the term, and I want you to tell me exactly what the term means. Great. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Wait, the, do I get like three strikes, or what, how does that work? Um, no, not three strikes. Just, you know, I'll give you the term, and then you think about it and try to give your best answer of what you think the term might mean. Okay, all right. Well, no, I mean, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Okay, so um, the first term is married. Yeah. Yeah, is your answer? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) We're having a baby, so. (laughs) We covered this in the first five minutes. Yeah, we're retracking now. Don't do that. Um, But no, the first term is married. Um, so that would be, um, like sold, sold on something like I'm married to the idea of John Cena coming back and winning the title. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. That kind of close, but kind of not. Um, okay. Married is to be paired with another wrestler or tag team in a long series of matches. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next one. Hooker. Not the ones in Jacksonville, Florida, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hooker. Hooker. Uh, I mean, I'm going to say that that is um, a heel. I'm, I'm going to say no. Okay. I thought you would be getting more of these, honestly, at this point. No, I mean, a lot of these are regional. There's a lot of things. I mean, one thing that you will find is that um, you'll you'll call something something, and then you'll go, let's say you, you wrestle out west, and someone else will have a completely different name for it. So gotcha. Yeah. Could be the same with terms. Could be. Or I'm these. just rusty. Or you just weren't that good at wrestling terms. So. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it too. Um, okay, so a hooker is a wrestler with a strong legitimate mat with strong legitimate mat wrestling abilities. Okay. A hooker. Hooking you in, hooking you in that headlock, hooking you in that um that sharpshooter, that figure four, just hooking you, hooking you all sure. over the ring. 
Yeah. Uh, number three, night off. <laughs> you are not working tonight, brother. Yeah. Night off? Are you sure about that? I almost dropped the F-bomb, but yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> you are 0 for 3 so far. Okay, let's um, hear the quote-unquote internet definition. Oh, this is, yeah, the Wikipedia definition where I got these off of. <laughs> yeah, they can be um, edited by anyone at any time. Yes. <laughs> um, so according to Wikipedia, night off means you are paired with a wrestler who is typically easy to work with. Okay, I mean, that's that's so not the e- so, true so, term. So easy to work with that it's almost like a night off. Like you don't that's have to. That's not the true term. That's the. Well, Wikipedia. <laughs> would say that. Wikip- that's like, Wikipedia that's like saying, will disagree with you. No, that's like saying if I'm if I'm uh, the Patriots and I'm playing the Browns next week, we aren't talking be, about football. This is wrestling. That would be bye week this number two. Wrestling. It's not a true term. It's just something someone yeah, would not say. Football, which we're not this talking Wikipedia. about. <laughs> we're talking about wrestling terms, pro wrestling terms. If I if I looked up at the sheet, uh, you know, posted on the wall, and it said, "Quick night off." I no, wouldn't be like, I mean, oh, oh, I'm working suede tonight. I wouldn't <laughs> think that. I think, oh, well, I guess I'm not working. I'll be in catering. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, well, why don't you get on Wikipedia and enter that and um, re-edit that term? So you know, for all I know, this the Patriots and the term. Browns. <laughs> in some way. This page was edited by you. If no. I go there right now and it says updated February 13th, 2020, I'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, no. thought so. Yeah, I edited these just to mess with you. So so far, that's what it sounds like. Oh, whatever. Okay. I'm really hoping you get this next one. Probably. I I will bet. Depending on I how don't. fast I can edit it on Wikipedia. <laughs> Get on Wikipedia's page and edit it. But um, the next term is ace. Hello? Is, what? Is this on? Ace? Ace. <laughs> ace. I would say your best worker. That is close. That's the closest you have been. Um, t- it's typically used in Japanese wrestling, but it refers to the face of the promotion. So you were close on that one. I'll take it. Okay. I'll give it to you. Thanks. You're not going to hear any argument on my side from this. All right. Last one. I really hope you get this one, too, because I think this one kind of kind of says it all. Um, the Andre shot. Don't, wait, say that again. The Andre shot. I mean, this could, this could, I would think this could pertain to a lot of different things. Um, if you think about it, yeah, it possibly could. I mean, it, it took Andre the Giant a barrel of beer to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that so kind of shot. shot not would, that kind no, of shot. No, that's not what I'm thinking. Um, I'm going to say that it is um, appropriately named after Hogan, Body Slam, and Andre. So it would be basically your money shot, but someone decided to give it a fancy name. No. 
Okay. No. Um, the definition, according to Wikipedia, which I have not edited yet, is mm-hmm. um, a camera trick used to make a wrestler appear larger by placing the camera below the wrestler and shooting upwards. Okay. Yeah, that one I did know, and that one, yeah. That's, yeah. So. Okay. Well, see, now my mind's all jumbled because you've been giving me stupid things like ace <laughs> like and night off. Night off. <laughs> night off. I'm sorry. That's... You give me the link, I will go in and edit it. And I won't even edit their definition. I'll just put, like, subtext that talks about how stupid it is. Uh, Well, you can find that on Wikipedia and type in pro wrestling terms. Stupid. Uh, Stupid pro wrestling terms. You never heard that night off when you were wrestling? Yes, and it wasn't used that way. (laughs) (laughs) What? Was somebody like, God, I sure could use a night off right now? Or is that what you said? (laughs) No. Whenever you wrestled Terry Stevens? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, or yep, dynamo he would, or dynamo he would tell me that he was actually the ace and yeah yeah and he was like i'm gonna give you the andre shot I'm like, wait <laughs> you need a camera for that and we can't do that in a match like, just follow just follow me kid i got gotcha. you <laughs> <laughs> all right dynamo all right are you done i'm done yes holy so. crap <laughs> Hey, we had to, had to generate content, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get so next week I'm I'm coming with some trivia for you. Okay, and it's gonna be like who was the first? No, who was the third champ in Michinoku Pro? <laughs> well, don't you that, dare look it up. Well, now that you told me, I'm gonna look it up. So I'm gonna be prepared <laughs> for next week. <laughs> I just hope you don't ask that question. <laughs> oh, please don't. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't ask that question. Yeah. Of all questions. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, after that huge embarrassment failure, I guess we'll move on to our <laughs> regularly scheduled segment. It was embarrassing because I, I figured you would know more of those, but no nope. embarrass, embarrassment on your side, not mine. Who do you think I am? Know a lot? <laughs> I sure hope you're not know a lot. <laughs> Knee slapper. If that, then we are not going to record anymore. I am done with this podcast. I will find somebody else. (laughs) That was a good reference. You got to give it to me. Uh, Yeah. Everyone in Price of Glory is going to get a shout out before too long. Everyone. A shout out or they are going to get berated in some way, (laughs) shape or form. (laughs) It'll be the same. Yeah. By the way, last night, so we were supposed to, and we're getting off the rails here, but I don't care. Last night, we were, we were supposed to record these on Thursday nights for, for all of you at home. And then we're supposed to edit them Thursday nights and then post them Friday morning. That, in theory, is how it goes. Yeah. The last several Thursdays have been just not right with either of us. Or we haven't been right for Thursday, whatever it is. So last night when I was all jacked up, I was going to try and self-medicate. That's another wrestling term. <laughs> last night I had when a When you were off. juiced? <laughs> when I was blading. Yeah. Um, Wishing I had no, a night I, off. <laughs> I was going to self-medicate s- severely. <laughs> and we were going to have our own version of Drunkomania. And that could have been great or horrible. I don't know. Hmm. We'd, we'll never know until we try. That's right. We'll never know. Um, probably. I'm just floating that idea out there. Uh, yeah. Um, that'll probably be more on your side because <laughs> <laughs> my Thursdays are a little different than your Thursdays. So that would probably 
benefit you a little bit better? Yeah, I don't have a kid yet. Yet. So Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta get it out of my system. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, that being said, so let's move on to our first segment. Well, actually, should we move on to our... So usually... Let's let's do worst. Okay, I agree with you. Usually we do, uh, for those of you who've never listened to this before, um, believe it or not, it usually does follow a format. And that format is we do the best thing of the week, which we call the best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be, best thing of the week. And then we do the worst of week, which we call... He's going to puke, worst thing of the week. And it usually goes in that order. This week, however, I think we're going to switch it up. We're going to do, he's going to puke, worst thing of the week first. Huh? Oh, my God. He's, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, he's coming to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. Dylan, I know Fa- that. Father Gray. <laughs> uh, I know that we talked a little bit about this week of wrestling, but I'm going to let you kick it off for us. What is your worst thing of the week? Hmm. The worst thing of the week. Um, well, I'm going to have to go with the, uh, the blood sucking segment that was on raw. Um, okay. So, and I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler biting Becky Lynch on the back of the neck. So that was originally my worst also. Oh, okay. um, it still probably is, but since since you're going to talk about that, I'll give life to something else. Um, okay. But tell me a little bit more. Why is that your worst? Um, well, first of all, I think it just came off kind of corny. I mean, as far as Shayna Baszler as a character, I don't, I don't see why necessarily why she would do that. Um, for me, it fell kind of flat, and the way Becky was selling it, it didn't. It didn't seem like she just got bit on the back of the neck. You know, I figured if you get if you get bit in the back on the back of the neck or get bit in general, you are going to have probably a lot more concern about you than what Becky was portraying. Um. So yeah, she was just like, "Oh, she bit me on the neck." <laughs> she bit me on the neck. Oh, that, you know, that bee. <laughs> that big old bee. Uh, that big old bee bit me on the back of the neck. So, um, <laughs> um, I mean, it seems like they were, uh, it seems like they were trying to give something more to Baszler to really jump this feud between her and Becky. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know if they, if biting her on the back of the neck was the way to do it. But personally for me, I would have just liked to seen Shayna just come in and just like beat the crap out of her to really jumpstart that. I mean, instead we got a twilight parody in the middle of the ring. Um, yeah, like I said, if they wanted to add more to Shayna's Kate, uh, Shayna's character, like I said, biting her on the back of the neck just really, I don't think, was the way to do it. I mean, just portray her as just a badass, you know, like she was in NXT. Just going around and beating people's asses, and yeah, why not just portray her like that? I mean, that's what you do for Brock Lesnar. You don't yep. have Brock Lesnar 
going around, you know, biting people or swearing to turn into a werewolf or something. You didn't do that for Ronda Rousey. I mean, they yep. basically have kind of like the same, the same character. You know, these badass MMA people who can just beat the crap out of you. I mean, what makes what's the difference between them and Shayna? And obviously that formula, like I said, it's worked before. So why wouldn't they just keep it with Shayna? And then like the rest of the segment where Becky breaks the law and she steals an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. she comes back like, well, 45 minutes later. Yep. Um, got all stitched up and everything. And I've been to a hospital before and if I'm lucky, it takes 45 minutes to see somebody (laughs) (laughs) to actually see a doctor. So on top of that, um, yeah, it just, it was just a weird segment. And I think for me personally, it fell kind of flat. I see why they did it. Like I said earlier, but I think they could have came up with something better. You are spot on. I mean, that is pretty much exactly what my argument was going to be too. It's, they're looking at Shayna like there's just not enough to your character, so we have to give you a little bit more of an edge. And I agree with what you're saying. Why? She is one of the few people in your organization that is a legitimate badass. I mean, she legit was a legitimate UFC fighter. She could legitimately beat up, you know, male, female, doesn't matter, in, in the WWE. You don't need her to be something more than that. You don't need her to be a vampire or a, a steely heel. She, she doesn't need to do any of that. It, she, her punches are real punches. They, are, they look legit. She comes out and just attacks Becky and just throws some haymakers or does some ground and pound. You're going to believe that. Holy cow, who's this if I've never seen her before? You know, she is intimidating. She is a force. You know, that's that's all you need. You don't need her to be anything over and above that. It, if you want to if you want to have some more characters, some more larger than life characters that are um, unbelievable. Strap that to someone who doesn't have the work rate that Shayna does. Give it to freaking Lana. Lana can't work. Make her a vampire, you know, make I mean, you've got there's plenty of other there's plenty of others on the roster that something like that. And again, and I realize that we're, we're, we're saying that she's going to be a vampire and that may, that may not be the case, but just all of it, all of it. If you're going to bite someone and draw blood, yeah, they would, they would have a little bit more of a reaction to it. Um, <laughs> it would be a little bit more devastating than it was. Um, yeah, it, it's the, the whole thing. Um, I, I, it was, as soon as it happened, I texted you and I was like, I bet you can't guess what my worst thing of the week is going to be. It just, um, it really overshadowed the rest of the event for me. I I was like, I can't believe they took, uh, that would be like turning AJ Styles into Doink the Clown. (laughs) Like you have someone who, I mean, this is arguably one of your best female workers on the roster, and you're going to turn her into a sideshow. Stupid. I'm glad you got that off your chest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, So, yeah, that was my worst of the week. What 
What, sir, is your worst of the week? So mine is, um, I guess, it's kind of um, a couple things rolled into one main thing. And it started with Goldberg. I don't like that Goldberg, first of all, is challenging Bray Wyatt. I think that that just, that's going to be a horrible match. <laughs> it's going to be a quick match, I think. It's going to be so bad. I mean, um, I'm sorry. I'll let you continue. No, that's fine. No, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. But I think that what really irritates me is uh, the lack of surprise of Goldberg. It was advertised, what, last WWE backstage last week or something like that? Yeah, like, it, was like, it was like a week in advance. At the yeah, coming place. up on SmackDown, Goldberg's going to be there, which, of course, he wasn't there. He appeared via satellite. So, and then this week, hey, returning to WWE on Friday, John Cena. Why are we doing this? Whatever happened to surprises in pro wrestling? Historically and traditionally, and I, and I hate to use the word traditionally because um, tradition is so lost in wrestling now. It's, it's, you're kind of creating your own rules nowadays. But ultimately, that's what pro wrestling is. It's a surprise. It's a spectacle, and it gives you things. It, you know, Everyone always uses the term suspending belief or suspending disbelief. But it's... Um, Surprises are a part of it, you know, when when the underdog babyface, I mean, and this is how pro wrestling was born, when the underdog beats, you know, when David beats Goliath and everybody in the audience bet on Goliath based on everything he had done prior to that, that's your surprise. That's pro wrestling. That's sports entertainment. Stop ruining your own surprises. And I know that your argument earlier was, well, they got to sell tickets and they got to get people to tune in. If you stop announcing these things and you just keep doing surprises, then people will tune in organically because you never know what's going to happen. Because guess what? That was always the tagline with pro wrestling. You never know what's going to happen. So why not have that same idea nowadays? I mean, people have been talking about John Cena for months. Like, oh, I can't believe he wasn't on a single pay-per-view in 2019. And so if he just, if all of a sudden, you know, his music hit for no reason, I mean, it could be freaking Baron Corbin in the ring <laughs> and his music hits, John Cena's music hits, everyone is going to lose their minds. It's just, but you've ruined that now. Just like they ruined John Morrison's surprise. Oh, hey, sorry. Do uh, you know which way the bathroom is? Oh, and by the way, Miz isn't taking any more questions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what in the hell are they thinking? I mean, I mean you're, 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 you're shooting yourselves in the foot. You're making it so much harder for yourselves. I mean, look at the pop freaking Edge got. That wasn't announced ahead of time. Imagine if you did that for like three or four consecutive weeks now, with granted, just random surprises like this. Granted, that was the Royal, Royal Rumble. And that's yes. an event like built on surprises. Yes. So, I mean... Typically, they wouldn't announce any surprise entrance beforehand. But I guess that's my point, is you ask real wrestling fans, and they'll say a lot like what you said. Their favorite pay-per-view of the, of the year is the Royal Rumble. And if they don't say Royal Rumble as their number one, it's at least their number two. And the reason for it is surprises. So imagine if you could layer in surprises into every show, or at least more frequently than you do. But I think that... If you 
if you build like your show upon surprises week after week after week, it's going to lose that luster eventually. It's already lost its luster. Well, yes, but I'm saying if you were to go that route, be like, hey, we got a surprise like every week on the show, you know, tune in, you know, eventually it's just, it's not going to be as important or surprising. Now, I there's an argument made for both sides, which you have made a great argument on your side for your view of it. But um, I think also what we were talking about earlier, that if your numbers aren't do, aren't exactly hitting the way you want them to hit, it would make sense for them to advertise something like that in, in advance to get people to tune in. So you can have that, have that little, that bump in numbers, um, which it, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, that does make sense, but there also lies another problem that your current superstars aren't hitting those numbers. Also the people that your show relies on like week after week after week, why can't you get those numbers with your current superstars? Yeah. See what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. No, I, so, I agree so, with you. So there's a problem that the current characters that you have on your show aren't really that good, or you're just not making compelling enough TV. Yep. yep so now, I agree so now with you that. have so now you have to kind of rely on oh, you know, Goldberg or John Cena to try to get to try to come in and bring those numbers up for you. So. So there's a problem with not having enough character development for your fans to get involved with. Completely agree. Yep. I yeah. I think that's a great point because I think, you know, we you and I even talked about it with AEW. You know, Jericho is far and away their biggest star. They're, who would you say their next biggest star is? Oh, Cody. 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 And then Moxley's close behind Cody. And then after that, maybe Kenny? Maybe Kenny, but that's kind of a little bit of a long shot, too, as far as, like, on a mainstream level. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you knew what I was saying, but for everyone else, yeah, it's from a mainstream appeal. If I'm the casual viewer and I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this out or I'm going to give this a a shot. Yeah, that that would be how the list would go, and I would say Kenny is yes, probably third. Mm-hmm. I think, man, I think maybe Moxley and Cody could vie for that second spot as the second biggest name. Um, I would probably give it a little bit more to Moxley because he was um, portrayed as a bigger name in W when he was in WWE. Cody was in WWE, of course, but mm-hmm. um, he wasn't you know, a prominent part of that show like Moxley was when he was there. You know, Cody basically developed um, developed more after he left WWE and kind of built his name up a little bit more. So I would, yeah, so Moxley and Cody are kind of second mm-hmm. on that list of the, you know, top three names that AEW has. Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. It's probably 2A and 2B, but... Yeah. So, but even after that, I mean, when we were talking about uh, Revolution, you got Jericho versus Mox. Who wins? I think Moxley doesn't win because yeah, I agree. With where you do on they that. go? 
where do they go after that? You know, Moxley's the champ and all is right with the world? That's not what they want. And even if Moxley does win, like, who are you going to have after that? Who's going to be your next quote-unquote big name that's going to challenge for that title? Like, they don't really have anybody else as far as, like, a big name goes besides the three that we just mentioned. Yeah, I mean, they have to keep this feud going for, I mean, probably at least until double or nothing. Mm -hmm. So Mox has to lose for some reason. Yeah, and I'm not saying he won't ever, they won't ever put the title on him, but right now it just doesn't feel like the right time, and I think you need to keep that title on Jericho because he's he's the biggest name that they have, and he's, you know— part of the reason why I think they're drawing the numbers that they're drawing right now. I agree. I and mean, they, he, they need that. And he's on every episode, every show. Yeah. You know, he doesn't wrestle on every show, but he doesn't need to. I mean, mm-hmm. the great thing about Jericho is him talking is probably a better performance than him wrestling. Yeah. And people will tune in because of that. Definitely. I mean, at this point in his career, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away from him. Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers of all times, but he's such a big star that, like you said, he doesn't need to wrestle. He can come up, come in, just do a promo, and that's good enough. Exactly. But yeah, it's that's the thing with AEW; they don't have enough big names on their roster besides the three that we mentioned. And that's, that's you know, unless they sign some other big names, like some really huge kind of like mainstream names, that's going to continue to be a problem with them because, God, Moxley is the last quote-unquote big name to challenge for that title, for the yep. AEW title. So after Moxley, I mean, this is nothing personal against anybody else on that roster, but, I mean, who are you going to have chance? challenge for that title next Janela Jungle Boy I mean I mean you could but it's not going to I mean like I said this is no offense to any of those guys that I just mentioned but it's not going to draw the audience that it would that like a Moxley or Cody would draw with that if that Mm -hmm. makes sense so no, you're, you're right. I mean, I, and I know that they know that too. You know, I know that they know that they have to create talent. They have to build and develop characters, you know. And I think that's where the mid, you know, mid-card belt comes in. Mm-hmm. And I know everyone hates that term, like, oh, it's not a mid-card belt. It's, you know, it's just as popular or whatever. Okay, but it's not. <laughs> it's a way to build up your talent. It's right. Yeah. Yeah, this 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 it's earmarking talent for a future elevation. That's yes. what it is. You know, and I think right now, I mean, dude, Jungle Boy's so good. <laughs> he is good. He is really good. I would really like to see him, you know, be kind of the the first mid card champ of theirs and in a great feud with I don't know anyone. I guess I don't know. I, it's I guess that's the difficult part is, you know, really figuring out who that, what that that division looks like. Not that there would be a necessary like a separation between the two divisions, but mm-hmm. if you're really putting or, or you know, I guess identifying talent to categorize as a mid card 
talent or whatever, you know, it would be Janela and Sabian and Jungle Boy and um, Darby Allen, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of guys. And also, I think it'd be smart of them if they, if they do, do start like you know the mid card title, a mid card title scene. You're gonna need like a kind of a big name to get that going too, like they did with um, the heavyweight or their world championship scene with Jericho being the champion. You're gonna need to bring somebody in who's kind of like that mainstream name to build credibility, but also to get some of these other guys over too and help build them up. Yeah, you would need a star maker. Yeah. Star yeah, slash that. star maker. Mm-hmm. But they can't be the cha- they can't be the first champ. Well I think that would be too predictable. Yeah, but look how it worked with um Jericho in the title. But I guess that's my point. Because it worked with Jericho, it would be too predictable that they do it again. Yeah, I can see that. I can kind of see that, but you know, at the same time, you're gonna need somebody to bring credibility. Mm-hmm. to that title too I mean you could also do it the other way with just putting it on whoever and just having them you know look good and wing their matches and slowly build them up that would also bring credibility but if you're looking to jump start it like right out of the gate I mean you possibly would need to go with a big name holding that title at first but like I said there's you know there's arguments that can be made for both sides yeah, it's just a matter of how it plays out. <clears throat> but, well, all of this AEW talk, I think, can bring us to our next segment, which I will kick off our best there is, best there was, and best there ever will be, best thing of the week. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. My best thing of the week is pretty much my polar opposite of my worst thing of the week, which, hey, it's... Suppose that makes sense. Um, yeah. So my worst thing, just to recap, was the lack of surprises in WWE lately. My best thing is the surprise <laughs> of Jeff Cobb uh, at the end of Dynamite this week. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's right. Jeff Cobb, uh, amazing worker, did great stuff uh, all over. I mean, ROH, I think most recently, and then PWG. Um, you know, pretty much everywhere. But I've always liked Jeff Cobb. I think he also has a viral video of him beating up two random dudes, which is pretty interesting. But um, so if you didn't like him before, <laughs> go watch that video and YouTube it, brother. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I loved that AEW rolled the dice on something like that, and they just said, "Hey, we wouldn't." Jericho says, "I'm scouring the globe looking for." Uh, a cold-blooded assassin to take you out, and I found one, and his name is Jeff Cobb. Mainstream audience doesn't know who that is, but they don't need to based on that buildup. Looking for a cold-blooded assassin. You don't know, you know, the, the casual, uh, uh, you know, a random citizen isn't going to know a famous mercenary. That's right. for the CIA to know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's the same idea. Jericho's so the I, CIA of AEW. That's exactly right. <laughs> If he's on the case looking for, you know, quote-unquote cold-blooded assassins, then, you know, he's going to find someone that's, yep. uh, you know, diamond in the rough. And Gumshoe. So, and uh, I love the fact that they put him in a, in, a, in a position like that, not under AEW contract. He is technically still a free agent. But it's rumored that he is going to sign with AEW, though, right? I mean... Uh, Eventually, yeah, but Eventually. I think he 
he personally wants to do other things, um, which I think is so smart. Do other things, get your name out there. That way, when you do finally settle in, you have all of these followers that you've created, you know, targeted in and, and on one one specific spot. Yeah. So that was my favorite or best, I guess. So you've got Jeff Cobb. Um I am going to do a huge letdown. Great. Yep. And I I don't know what my best of the week was, honestly. I you know, out of all the wrestling, like nothing really, really stuck out or stuck out for me as, you know, getting my attention and be like, Oh, that was awesome or like, Oh, I really love that. Um Yeah, I'm sorry. I just I really don't have like a best of the week, unfortunately. Um well, I kind of like the chemistry between Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle a little <laughs> bit. It's funny, but I think for that show, it it feels out of place on that show. No way. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I, I agree think that so. it does feel out of place. I think that feels place. like more of a, a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown kind of thing. It, it, NXT needs something. Every... Every show is the same. Every character is the same. Everybody's the same. Just, you know, and, and this is contradicting what I said about Shayna, but everybody is this, you know, I'm a really talented worker and I'm just, I mean nothing but business, you know? And that's the overall feel of the show. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, you know, hey, look, that was ECW back in the day and that was my favorite thing to watch. So I'm mm-hmm. down with that. But you need something every once in a while to split it up. And these little, that little vignette with, with those two, I mean, that was so funny. Like, just. It, like I said, it was funny. I laughed. But I think there was maybe a different way you could present the chemistry between those two instead of them going on a, like, Tommy Boy-esque type <laughs> of, you know, road trip trying to figure out how to get to Portland, you know? No way. Because, uh, no, because Pete Dunn is, they're, Pete Dunn's portraying himself exactly how you would expect him to be. He plays yes. that same character in and out of the ring, and it's great. This is really a showcase for Matt Riddle. It's to separate him and give him more, because he is a character. So let's exemplify that character. As Paul Heyman would always say, let's accentuate the positives, right? So mm-hmm. that's your positive. Let's blow it up. I just think it could have been done, could have been done a different way. That's all. You suck. Yeah. Eh. I mean, it's not the first time I've heard that, but <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Fortunately, I really don't have like a like a best of the week. Well, so, I am yeah. vetoing your not best, and okay. I'm going to make the Broserweight segment your best. Well. It's going to have an asterisk next to it. <laughs> not, not my opinion, but I was, forced, I was forced to have you that and opinion. Barry Bonds. Yeah. And Roger Clemens. Yes. And the Houston Astros. And Pete Rose. The Houston Asterisks. The Houston Asterisks with their vibrating body suits that can read every pitch or yeah. predict every pitch. So. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, we wrapped that up real quick. I guess uh, I'm going to do. Um, so this weekend we've got Takeover Portland. Yes, Takeover Portland. Yeah. Um, what are you most looking forward to out of 
that show? Uh, let me let me try to think real quick. I got to try to remind myself exactly what's on the card. We've got Gargano versus Baylor. Baylor. Gargano, Baylor, yeah. Baylor. There we go. You know, that's one thing I need to improve on from the beginning of the episode is pronouncing his last name. True. Because I think from the beginning, I'm always like, Baylor, Baylor, or Baylor. You know? <laughs> Fine Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Baylor for Rustus Man. Or, um, so we got Gargano and Baylor, Champa and Cole. Cole, baby. Um, yep. Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Yep. Undisputed Era versus the Bruiserweights. Is there anything? Weights. Yes, that's right. Broserweights. I'm sorry. Um, is there anything else that I'm missing? Is it is Dream versus Roddy on there or no? Possibly. That's a possibility. I haven't seen that yet, but okay. With um, with been what's going on between those two, that's definitely a possibility for Portland. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so that's basically your takeover Portland card. I think. I think I'm looking forward to uh, Gargano and um, Balor. Totally. Gargano, Balor, Ciampa, Cole, I think are going to be. Oh, you missed uh, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, that's going to be a good match, too. Those two always seem like you they bring, so? out, bring out the best in each other. Yeah. They've had, like, they, they've had a couple of matches before, and they were also they were really strong, solid matches. So being on a takeover, I think they're going to kind of kick it up a little bit more. Yeah, I think Keith Lee is is the leader in that match. I think. Um, oh, definitely. I think Keith Lee is awesome, and yeah, he, that's going to be a good match because of Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. That's one critique I have of Dijakovic. I <laughs> can't pronounce carry his last a match. Name? I, that's how you pronounce it. I know, but I've heard like so many people try to. Remember that name or try to pronounce it, and they're always like Dija, Dija, Dijan, Dijan Kosher, Dijan Kovic. So, (laughs) I just don't see him being able to carry a match right now. Yeah, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Cole Champa and Gargano Balor. Those are going to be. Incredible matches. I mean, so will uh, so will undisputed era and broserweights. I mean, who I, am I kidding? So yeah, there, I don't think there's going to be a bad match on that card. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the better takeovers, and easily one of the best events of WWE this year. There you go. Anything else okay. that <laughs> anything else that you would like to add? Um, I mean, you got Cena coming back this week. What do you think he's going to do? Promote his movie. Yeah, but he's got to, you know, you can't uh, yeah, just do that. Yeah, but there's going to be something else that he's going to get involved in. I don't know, something to set up for WrestleMania, possibly. Yeah, but what do you think his WrestleMania, Who what, knows? Do, what do you think he's going to do? Who knows? I mean. You are the worst. Cena and Baron Corbin. That would be the worst. <laughs> you can see them go in that direction, though, right? Yeah, I can. Oh, speaking uh, of Baron Co- Corbin, him and Reigns are going to have a rematch at Saudi Arabia in a steel cage. Oh, yeah, cage. I know. Yeah, <laughs> so you there, know what? And so, that was, that was so one thing goes, I was going to say. So, so much there for goes, your prediction. Uh, I know. I was, uh, that's what I was getting at. I was like, well, I was totally wrong on, you know, that being the end. 
Totally. Uh, so, okay, so what if Goldberg beats The Fiend? Uh-huh. And then it's John Cena, Fiend at WrestleMania, and Roman Reigns, Goldberg at WrestleMania. I mean, okay, I guess. I, mean, I, I almost kind of like... Goldberg and Reigns better, or yeah, Goldberg, Goldberg and Reigns better than Reigns and the Fiend, maybe. Just slightly, really, just slightly, because you know it's going to be a quick match. As far as like a money draw, Goldberg and Reigns makes the most sense. I don't disagree with you. I just hate it as a wrestling fan. Yeah. That's understandable. That's totally understandable. But um, because they're putting themselves in this situation, just like we we spent fifteen minutes talking about their lack of character development and building new stars, mm-hmm. you constantly are putting yourself in this situation to where you're going to waste these people's best lives, best years, only for ten years from now. You're going to hear, you know, I don't know. Baron Corbin's music and everyone's going to pop. <laughs> you know? Like, wow, oh, he's God. back. <laughs> That's the future we're going to be living in? Based on this booking, <laughs> yes. They, they have no idea how to build new stars. And yeah. So they rely on these guys that are, you know, older and, and past their primes to sell tickets. And it's, it's, it's um, lazy and boring. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's how it goes. Dumb. That's WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. And I'm I'm just the fact that WrestleMania is in Hollywood next year terrifies me. I'm I'm calling it right now. I'm gonna make a early, early, early prediction for WrestleMania in Hollywood next year. Let's hear it. The Rock's gonna wrestle, and it's gonna be his retirement match. He'll he'll wrestle and he'll go into the Hall of Fame that same year be his retirement match I mean there is no such thing as a retirement match hold on a second my daughter just came in and gave me a valentine for valentine's day oh I love it thank you what does that say I love that oh well thank you Mm -hmm. do you want to come say hi Mm -hmm. talk and say hi (laughs) maybe later okay Okay. There will be no later, Nora. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think The Rock will, will retire at next year's WrestleMania and have his retirement match, quote-unquote, and that will be one of the big matches for next year, which I can get behind. Yeah, I don't I think, think it'll be a cool. retirement match. but I think it'll, it'll be, be a retirement match. That's no, there's no such thing. It's, He'll it's wrestle ho- again five years from now. No, I mean, with his Hollywood career and everything like that and him have not having a retirement match yet, I think if you're going to do it, next year's WrestleMania in Hollywood would be the perfect place to do it. Yeah. And that, could be, that would be a big draw for that, for that yep. WrestleMania. Like I said, going back to the quote-unquote name from the past, but, I mean... If it's somebody like The Rock, like I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's gonna be a 
a spectacle to say the least. I mean, Cena will be in it. The Rock will be in it. Mm-hmm. Batista might even be in it. Triple H, I'm sure, will be in it. And yeah. then you'll have random Floyd Mayweather will probably come back. <laughs> McGregor oh, yeah. will be in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to be, pardon my French, it's going to be a shit show <laughs> as far as wrestling goes. Uh, um, another rumor that I heard for this year's WrestleMania. This is this is just a rumor has not been confirmed, but I saw a Don't rumor. Don't you dare say it. Yeah, I saw a rumor for AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I was immediately furious. <laughs> you, <laughs> and then I you just about saw it a red. More. <laughs> Your face just kept getting redder and redder. And <laughs> yeah. And then I thought about it a little bit more, and I was like, I get it. You know, Undertaker's pissed that his last match against Goldberg was terrible. Yeah. And so now he's going to go with someone like AJ that can make him look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's whatever. If that's, if, that, the, if that's the case, then that's a huge compliment to AJ. Totally. And I agree with that. Yeah. So. But I also read that uh, Adam Cole has requested a match with AJ at WrestleMania. I mean, that would be an excellent match, too, but. That would be nuts. Yeah. Uh, I I don't see that happening though. I you would lo- I would love for that to happen, but you know, no, yeah, we'll see. Well, all right, sir. Well, I think we are coming up towards the end of our broadcast here. Yeah, we were uh, we were able to stretch it out just a little bit longer. Yep. Yeah. 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 With, with a special guest appearance from Nora. Yes, this will be a recurring theme. So. <laughs> Well, uh, tell the wonderful folks at home uh, where they can find us if they want to uh, interact. Well, in well, if you have the Book of Face, you can find us on there at Quick Pain Pod. Also on Twitter and Instagram, Quick Pain Pod. Um, check out the website, quickpainpod.com. We are still waiting for those emails. Um, Twiddle, Trackle, Facebox. Yep. Twiddle, Trackle, Facebox, all of your major social media platforms, or soon-to-be social media platforms. But, um, yeah, please get at us. Ask us any questions. Comment on Carter being a new dad. Congratulate him. And yeah. get him, give him some advice, too, because he's going to need it. This is true. Yeah. Especially so, if it's a child of mine. <laughs> or we'll just have a we'll just create a new podcast where you can just ask ask me personally on how to Dad be a cast. father. Yeah. <laughs> Dad cast. <laughs> it's not a, it's a, the name's under construction. Yeah. We're working on that right now. So Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you everyone for uh, giving us a listen and we will Talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya.